long will it take? Somebody's asking how long will prejudice blind the visions of men? I come to say to you this afternoon, however difficult the moment, yes, sir. however frustrating the hour, it will not be long because truth pressures will rise again. How long? Not long. Because no lie can live forever. How long? Not long. Because you shall reap what you sow. How long? Not long. Truth forever on the scaffold, wrong forever on the throne. That scaffold sways the future. Behind the dim unknown standeth God within the shadow, keeping watch above his own. How long? Not long. Because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. How long? Not long. Because mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He's trampling out the village where the grapes of wrath are stored. He's loosed the faithful lightning of his terrible his truth is marching on. Yes, he has sounded forth the trumpet that shall never call retreat. He is tipping out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer him. Be jubilant, my feet. Our God is marching on. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Yeah, man, you're now locked into Downright Sports, the podcast. This is DJ Chase Worldwide Sounds Records. Shout out to Brent Reed. I want y'all to tune in, like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. You know what it is. Chia! Now that all the smoke is gone. Lights And the battle's fighting Give me a lights Lights us up. Lights us up. History In search of victory, she keeps eluding me. If only we can be together momentarily, we can make love and make history. Why won't you visit me? Until she visits me, I be stuck with a sister. Her name is Defeat. She gives me agony, so much agony. She brings me so much pain, so much misery. Like missing your last shot and falling to your knees as the crowd screams. Brother of the team, I practice so hard for this moment. Victory don't leave. I know what this means. I'm stuck in this routine. Whole new, different day, the same old thing. All I got is dreams, nobody else can see Nobody else believes, nobody else but me Where are you, victory? I need you desperately Not just for the moment, to make history Now that all the smoke is gone Lights And the battle's finally won Lights Like the G, what victory wasn't watching Took chances repeatedly As a teenage boy, before acne Before I got proactive, I couldn't face shit I just threw on my hoodie and headed to the street I swear I met success, we lived together shortly Now success is like lust, she's good to the touch She's good for the moment, but she's never enough Everybody's had her 
She's nothing like me, but success is all I got, unfortunately. But I'm burning down the block, hopping in and out of feet. But something tells me that it's much more to see before I get killed, cause I can't get robbed. So before me, success and death menage, I gotta get lost, I gotta find fee. We gotta be together to make history. Lighter, sup, and the battle's finally won. Lighter, up, victory is finally ours. Lighters, up, history so long, so long, so long. Now victory is mine. She tastes so sweet. She's my trophy wife. Coming with me, we'll have a baby who stutters repeatedly. We'll name him history. He repeat after me. He's my legacy, son of my hard work, future of my past. He'll explain who I be. Rank me amongst the greats, either one, two, or three. If I ain't number one, then I felt your victory. Ain't in it for the fame that dies within weeks. Ain't in it for the money, can't take it when you leave. I wanna be remembered long after you breathe. Long after I'm gone, long after I breathe I leave all I am in the hands of history That's my last will, testimony This is much more than a song It's a baby shower, I've been waiting for this hour History, your hours Now that all the smoke is gone And the battle's finally won Is it me you're looking for? Hey, what time is it? It is showtime. Welcome back, everybody, to an all-new Downright Sports, the radio show, the podcast, whatever you want to call it. Happy 2021. Remember 2020? It was so, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> if this is the first time you ever listened to the show, I am your host, Brent Reed. I am the notorious sports critic for The Sports Fan. And my headphones, there we go, couldn't hear, ooh, ooh, yeah, had to hear, there you go, it was hearing way too much, it was too quiet. <laughs> Again, I am your host, Brent Reed, uh, the Notorious Sports Critic, this is a show for the sports fans, Talk to you by a sports fan, so don't worry, I there will be no insider information, the show is the, the thought process of the show is the same thought process as the cats on the corner. Everybody loves to 
you know, do these news shows where it takes place in the barbershop because, you know, the barbershop is where true conversation goes. Let me allow you to understand something. My perfect barbershop is the guy asks me what I want, cuts my hair, I give him a tip, and I go home. I want no conversation in my barbershop. Zero. If the others want to talk, fine. Do not include me. Now, corner talk, for those of you of a certain age, when you get on the block and you have a nice little conversation, the conversation could be political, the conversation could be sports-related, <laughs> relationships, men were grown and taught on the block. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, this show, if you're watching on Facebook Live, thank you so much and welcome back to the show. You understand the show takes place in three different segments, so there will be uh, breaks in between. What that means is if you listen to the show, if you listen to the podcast or the if you listen to the podcast or the radio show, there's music to be played in between. So I suggest you subscribe today at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are heard. You heard me. But if you're listening, that means it's eight o'clock. That means, if you're listening on Thursday, let me back this up. If you're listening on Thursday, that means it's 8 o'clock. You're listening on DynastyRadioNY.com, the number one home for R&B, hip-hop, soul, and Thursday night's your number one home for sports. Let's go. All right. So, there's a lot to talk about, man. Did you see the tennis matchup? Let's not play games. I'm not going to talk to you about tennis. Or the golf tournament that happened yesterday. I happened to see go across the scroll. No, 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 no. So one thing we need to kick off the show with. One thing. Yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, if you watched Tampa Bay take on the Saints. Number one, you saw an ugly game. You did. Very frankly, it was an ugly game. But what you saw was a unicorn. Which is what you watched and what you witnessed last night. Or yesterday evening, or yesterday afternoon, wherever you watch the game, if you're on the West Coast, it was yesterday afternoon. If when you watch that game, you witnessed greatness wearing number 12 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know what I said when I said it, because I said it when I was there, and I was there when I said it. I know it. When the year started and Tom Brady announced he was going to Tampa. I didn't wait for Antonio Brown to sign. I didn't wait for Gronkowski to sign. I said it that day. Whenever I recorded that episode, I said, they're going to the NFC Championship game. I'm not going to guarantee the Super Bowl, but I said they're going to the NFC Championship game. I don't even have to look it up. Go back and listen to my old shows. I promise you I said that. Yes, Raymond joins us. Whoop, whoop. Uh, yeah, their defense did do a job, but regardless... Tom Brady is in another conference game. Uh, how can you not sit back and just go, wow, wow. Drew Brees has played in that same conference for a very long time and has yet since going to the – he can't – they just uh, – the Saints, the poor Saints, they just uh, – there's always something stopping them from getting over that hill. Maybe it's karma because of, of a bounty gate. Maybe it's that. Maybe they pay back for that. We're going to talk about Breeze in a second. But Tom Brady last night had an ugly game. Yes, he did. Um, their defense did hold up. Yes, it did. 
Um, if you pay attention what Tom did last night, 18 for 33, just uh, 199 yards passing, two touchdowns. Um, he was set. His QBR was 92. He was sacked. Believe it or not, according to this, he was sacked once. I can't find out how to believe, but um, the final score was 30 to 20. At the end of the day, I'm missing something. Am I missing something? I am missing something. Crap. Um, it's all good. I got what I needed. Anyway, what we saw was Ben don't break. Because if you go back and watch the game again, the game was ugly. And there, there was at least two. Oh, yeah. He, yes. No question, Raymond. I'm sorry. I was reading that right. Yes. That's what I was getting ready to say. He's become the Ben don't break. Right, let me just manage this game. Let me not be the reason we lose. Because he threw a couple that could have been pick. The guys just didn't hold it. But go back and watch how he throws the ball. How he kind of now puts the ball in play. He doesn't throw. Like, he he does his best not to throw it into dangerous situations. Like, he, there was a pass he threw to this one receiver. I can't think of his name right now. But the pass was towards the sideline, away from the defender, where only the receiver is able to either miss it or catch it. The receiver catches it, makes a fantastic catch because he kept his body in control. But that's what Tom Brady has above and beyond everybody he's evolved. He doesn't take risks. He puts the ball in position for you to succeed, but he don't take risks. He's not just going to gun it down the field just for the sake of gunning it down the field. Now, yeah, Leonard Fournette had a fantastic. He rushed the ball. They did, uh, the, the Tampa rushed the ball very well yesterday, keeping that balanced ground game going air, ground, like Navy and Army, just keeping it steady. But, yeah, he almost threw a pick six. But that's a little bit of luck. Having that horseshoe on your backside counts a lot, Raymond. I'm here to tell you. If you look at a lot of quarterbacks in the league, first of all, you got to be healthy. Tom Brady has figured out how to stay healthy. That's number one. He has figured out at 42, at 125 years old, only him and Medusa have figured out how to make it happen, how to stay on the field. Because you got to think about it. Yo, he's one, one hit. One hit from calling Giselle and saying, baby, I'm going to be home for a long, long time. I'm not going to. It don't look like I'm coming back out there. Now, at the same time, you got to be a little bit lucky. The Saints, they didn't do their job. They didn't go to their main man. They didn't utilize Michael Thompson a lot. Now, the defense was on him, but they didn't utilize him. If you go back and look at Drew Brees, Brees doesn't look like the Drew of old. Breeze used to have a little zip on it. Boom. I could put this thing anywhere. Now it's looking like when you see him go back to throw, it looks like he's revving up. Like he's got to put something in. Now he was hurt this year, no question. But he is, Breeze is done. He has had a fantastic career. Hall of Famer, first ballot. The day they call his name, he's going in. Trust and believe. The, no conversation. It's sad because we never got him in another Super Bowl. That's okay. He got the one. But it took Tom Brady to leave the AFC to come to the NFC to give us the matchups we never got in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady versus uh, Brady versus Breeze. Now we're getting Brady versus Rodgers because those guys can never hold up the end of the bargain. We'll touch on Aaron Rodgers in a second. But go, you got LeBron James at 36 years old. 30, I'm 35 this year. LeBron at 36, still at the top of his game. Still one of the best, one of the top three players in the league today. No questions asked. 
you market LeBron is still the best. LeBron is still some people's number one draft pick starting today. You started a franchise today, you'd be stupid enough to take LeBron as your number one pick. How after watching Tom Brady this season, just this season, when I talk about next year, but if this season was, if you got to restart this season, how would you not take Tom Brady to start this season for one year? You got him for one year. How would you not take him? That's the true definition of, oh yeah, Mount Rushmore. When you when you say basketball, you say Jordan, clearly. When you say baseball, you say Ruth, clearly. Football, it is no longer Joe Montana. It is no longer Brett Favre. There's Jim Brown. There's Jerry Rice. Defensively, <laughs> I, I'm a Deacon Jones guy, but defensively, you got so many great defensive players, Lawrence Taylor. I'm not going to go down that list. But quarterback-wise, Tom Brady fills that spot. Running back-wise, it always is Jim Brown. Wide receiver-wise, it's going to be Jerry Rice. Quarterback-wise, it's Tom Brady. Defensively, I like LT, but it's a hard one. You got, you got so many great defensive players out there. You got Deion Sanders. You got... Uh, uh, Ray Lewis, you have um, my brain's going blank. Don't, don't put me on the spot too quick. There's so many great defensive players, like game changers, guys who have just you know changed the whole game for them. There's guys out there. What? Go back ten years from now when you're sitting with your kids. Some of you sit with your grandkids. <laughs> just know this. Um, You'll tell them, I, there's a guy named Tom Brady, played till he was 45 years old. Some of us truly believe he's 50 years old. I think he's lying about his age, quite frankly. I don't know. It's not for me to judge, but he's one of the best I've ever seen. Bad man, yes. And speaking of bad man, he's going to face what Stephen A. Smith may call a bad man in Aaron Rodgers this Sunday. And I can't wait. Because Aaron... You ain't had this much pressure on you since Brett Favre was in your locker room. Aaron Rodgers ain't won a Super Bowl since 2010, and I'm tired of the, the excuse makers for him. Well, he didn't win this year because the head coach, and he didn't win this year because... Whatever. The excuses are done. He's playing the NFC Championship game at home. Lambeau. The mecca of football, if you will. But on the other side of the field is Tom Brady, who don't sweat when the temperature's 100 and 1,000. He don't sweat. And he's going to look at Aaron, and he's going to go, it's game time. Now, yes, for these teams to win, <laughs> in the word, Raymond said in the word, Bart Scott. Remember when Bart, Bart Scott, uh, they, the Jets have faith, uh, they beat the, who they beat? The Steelers, and they went to go face the Patriots. Was that that game, Raymond? He was like, can't wait. Yeah, he should have waited because they didn't win. <laughs> they didn't win. You're looking at this game coming Sunday, and if you want to put some money on the line, don't bet on who's going to win. Bet on the line because you'll be a fool to bet against Aaron Rodgers, and you'll be a fool to bet against Tom Brady. Tom Brady wants to prove to the world, I can do this without Bill Belichick. Aaron Rodgers needs to prove to the world that he can at least beat Tom Brady and get to one more Super Bowl. One more. Now, I know a lot of you think, well, Aaron just played forever. Mm, mm, mm. For the time, got to take somebody down. 
So far, so far, Tom Brady's dodging him. He can't dodge nobody on the field, but he's dodging for all the time. What we're going to see in this game Sunday, I'm making a strong prediction. We're not getting the defensive battle you think. We're getting a shootout because Aaron's got something to prove and Brady's got something to prove. This is the game where Aaron Rodgers goes for 450 yards passing three, four touchdowns. This is the game Tom Brady goes for 400 plus four or five touchdowns passing. I'm talking ball. I'm talking bombs over Baghdad. You might as well call in the infantry, call in the reserves because they are going to let it fly this Sunday in Lambeau Field. Tell the defense to take the day off. This is one of those games where we make the, the final score could potentially be 40 to 35. Uh, I'm who am I to just make that assumption? But I'm going to throw it out there because I'm the guy that told all of you that Tom Brady was going to the NFC Championship game this year when everybody said, well, he has so much to prove in just one year. No, he didn't. He already proved by winning six championships. He's just doing this for fun because, you know, he's, the kids is in the house. That's all. That's all. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be like 60, six degrees. I told you, Tom Brady don't care, man. Tom Brady don't care about no temperature. <laughs> That's the best Lonzo Ball impression I can do for the night. Anyway, hey, happy Martin Luther King Day, everybody. Yes, it is. It's MLK Day. If you're listening to the podcast, I will. I started the show off with a speech by him. I'm going to end the show with a speech by him. Um, if you're watching on Facebook Live, first of all, uh, thank you. And um, just know that... Um, don't tug on Superman's cake. No spit in the wind. That's right. <laughs> um, just know that the podcast and the radio show will air at the same time for the first time ever this Thursday at 8 o'clock. So when you're listening on DynastyRadioNY.com, you can also download from Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and anywhere else podcasts are downloaded at your boy. is literally everywhere. Um, if you're watching on Facebook Live, I'm here to tell you right now, first of all, come back. We have two more segments to go and have a huge announcement in the final segment. I'm going to announce it. I don't care if it doesn't happen, uh, but it's in the works and it's supposed to be happening. So, um, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. Thank you, everybody. It is Downright Sports, and I'll be right back. Ain't you happy? I chose rap, I'm a monster Streets deceiving, can't believe my achievements Cultural strata, personas that of a non-eater Cause I don't need not a separate pot of beaver For cold winters, tattoos got my summer sleeveless Till my G's on the flea from the coppers Stiff bodies on freeze and funeral parlors From the slums I come up a phoenix Caked up trying to take what I'm eating Came up a dismissive kid You lucky if you allowed to witness this Savvy mouth Wild Hartley, a man's man who would've knew the beach houses and wild parties Jezebel's and Stella McCartney's For years, all that, how can I not be dead? This old German said I was a thug with a knotty head Looked at my bins and called that a Nazi sled With a face like he wonder where I got my bread Probably all these stones he see from my shows overseas From crime to rhyme, my story is I'm from the home of the thieves America, America. Pay attention 
So Fidel Castro, he want me to spit this, only the strong survive Nas bear witness, the hypocrisy is all I can see White cop acquitted for murder, black cop cop a plea That type of shit make you stop and think We in chronic need of a second look of the law books And the whole race dichotomy Too many rappers, athletes and actors But not enough niggas in NASA Who give you the latest dances, trends and fashion But when it come to residuals, they look past us Woman into the fabric, they can't stand us Even in white tees, blue jeans and red bandanas America Relations killed indigenous people, built a new nation. Involuntary labor took a knife, split a woman, navel took a premature baby, lit a man, so you rape her. If I could travel to the 1700s, I push a wheelbarrow full of dynamite through your covenant. Let her sit on the Senate and tell the whole government, y'all don't treat women fair. She read about herself in the Bible, believing she the reason sin is here. You played her with an apron, like bring me my dinner, dear. She the nigga here. Ain't we in the free will? Death penalty in Texas, kill young boys and girls, barbarity. I'm in a double law casually, bugging how I made it out the hood, dazzle me. How far are we really from third world savagery? When the empire fall, imagine how crazy that'll be. Oh, America. America. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody, <clears throat> to Diary Sports uh, segment of you know, podcast or radio. Um, here we are. <laughs> uh, again, welcome, you know, 2021, man. I felt like I shot that first segment out in the cannon. Uh, been, it took like two, what, took two weeks off? It took a long time off. My last show was New Year's Eve. And one, two, yeah, it took two weeks off, about two weeks. And. Trust me, I've been dying to talk to this cam for two weeks. <laughs> I've been like, ah, so much to say at so much time, you know. It's just crazy. Um, I didn't touch on it in the first segment, and I meant to. I even wrote it in my notes. I got uh, um, caught up with Tom Brady and his greatness. Um, the Bills are going to take take on the Chiefs. Um, I would be more excited about this game if I knew what Patrick Mahomes' status was. He got this bell rung and had to leave the game this past Sunday. Bills look good. Bills look damn good. Uh, they faced each other already earlier this year, and uh, they lost uh, twenty six to seventeen. Uh, but if you know if you learn anything, that's one game. Uh, the Saints beat. 
Tampa Bay three twice this year. Couldn't do it a third time. Um, in that game, if you take a look at it, uh, the num- if we break it down by the numbers, because I don't have game footage. Um, it was uh, more f- Chiefs had more first downs, more passing first downs, more rushing first downs. Uh, they were more effective on third downs. Heck, they even went for it on fourth. Uh, both of them had turnovers in the red zone um, in rushing attempts. About no, excuse me, excuse me, in the red zone, you could uh, made they were three and five, three out of five. Bills were two and two, but they got there a few times. Time of possession, which is important. The Chiefs kept the ball um, thir- about thirty-seven minutes and forty-five seconds to the Bills, twenty-two minutes and fifteen seconds. What that means is the normally the team that controls the ball the longest wins the game. So, if Patrick Mahomes can play, I think the Chiefs still win. They go back to the Super Bowl. Chiefs versus Tampa in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would probably be better to see Chiefs versus Green Bay in the Super Bowl than the very first Super Bowl ever played. Um, two great quarterbacks going at it. It would be pretty cool. I think Green Bay. And, 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 and the country, you know, people will go gaga over the Cowboys. But truth be told, nobody roots against the Green Bay Packers. You're... I'm a Giants fan. I don't root against the Green Bay Packers. Like, stop it. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, we need kind of like that feel-good, you know, throwback story of these two franchises that once faced each other. You know, although, the Bills going to the Super Bowl, potentially winning their first, would be humongous because it will be, the you know, we get to relive the, the only team to go to four in a row and lose all four in a row. Like, how wild is that? And have not been back. Since they lost that last one. So, you know, give them kudos. In fact, fun trivia question. Fun trivia fact. Did you know that the Bills lost to three NFC East teams? As crappy as NFC East is now, they lost to um, Washington. They lost to the Giants. And they lost to the Cowboys. The Eagles weren't good enough to go to Super Bowl back in those days. And it looked like they're going back anytime soon. Shout to the Eagles. Sorry. Uh, let's talk NBA. So, what happened in the NBA? Oh, nothing. Nothing major. Nothing serious except for James Harden got traded to Brooklyn. Now, on this episode, I will not break tell you who I think is the team to you know win it all. I don't even think. I think it's still too early. I, mean, I barely watched a game this year. I watched a couple minutes of some games every now and then, but the game's too. I don't know who's where, and guys is all, you know, I want to go play with my friend, and it's too much. The Lakers are probably winning the championship this year. It's one of them years. Like, think about it. Everybody was in love with Milwaukee, and then all of a sudden Milwaukee became everybody's, like, favorite doll. They threw under the bed. Like, what happened to the Greek freak? He won two MVPs. Like, all right, enough's enough with them. Shut them up. Anyway, so James Harden is now with the Brooklyn Nets. They have now three all-stars on the team, two former league MVPs, and one player that likes looking for his mouthpiece in games. That's James Harden, everybody. Um, they are the favorite to come out the East. I don't think they're going to come out the East. They gave away too much, in my opinion. You know what's crazy? Deontay, DeAndre Jordan is on that team. And I think everybody forgot he was on that team. He's a big... To me, that's the X factor. If he plays up to it, like he's that rim protector, that rebounder, they may have a chance. They really do. The, the hater in me does not want to see 
<laughs> the Nets win the championship, but they have what it takes to win. The question is, will they get Kyrie back? Now, I'm a get, I'm I'm not gonna harp. Let me go back before I jump on Kyrie. I love the fact that Kevin Durant and James Harden decide that they're gonna team up and try to win a championship and maybe the hardest city to please. My city, New York City. Now, yes, you're playing in Brooklyn. You're not playing in the Bronx. You're not playing in Manhattan. But the news is the news in New York. And reporters, the train goes everywhere in that city, kiddo. So don't you sit and think for one second that you're playing in the Houston, that you're playing in good old Golden State. Hey, you're playing in jolly old OKC. Go ahead. And allow your record not to represent the talent that's on that team. And I promise you, if all boroughs, if any borough is going to let you hear it, it's going to be Brooklyn. I'm here to New York, we are not the type of fans that stand and go, well, at least you tried. We give those applause to guys who don't make anything. Guys who really do have to try. Guys who, you know, he wasn't supposed to be there. But if you're supposed to be there, if you're supposed to be the man, if you're supposed to hold the strap, guess what? You will get booed. You will get ridiculed. You will get the business. We booed Derek Jeter. We booed Pat, Patrick Ewing. Hell, Carmelo Anthony decided to come play in New York and we booed him. Don't think you're immune. All right. So in these are two, these are. These are two. I'm not going to go. We're going to go to Kyrie in a second. These are two players with fragile, uh, uh, you know, uh, layers. These guys are not the most, they're the two most sensitive athletes I've might have ever seen in my life. Now, I'm going to old man tangent. Was always when I was growing up is you know you after when you're an athlete especially when you're a top tier athlete something I've never experienced I've only been a college athlete and I was bad at that. Um, you gotta have a strong core. You gotta take everything. You whatever they say to you. We were always told when you're on that field you block out everything. You don't hear nothing. You don't see them. Well, guess what? Kevin Durant and James Harden hear everything and read everything and see everything. So imagine. KD, when you playing against Boston, it's game four, and you lose the game. Do you think they're coming to pat you on the back? Do you think they're going to say good game? No, they're going to call you a bum, and they're going to say get off the court. James Harden, do what you did in Houston in the playoffs. I promise you, we don't utter the word, the name Charles <clears throat> Smith. That name doesn't even get brought up in New York. He's not even allowed, I think, in the garden. If he does, he's in a cloak. Trust and believe me. Trust and believe me. You better win a championship. And I'm here to tell you, you can win one. They don't care. They do not care. The <laughs> Try, yo, Eli Manning asked to come play in New York. Got booed. Tiki Barber, booed. Name them. They've been booed. Some of the best to ever walk through the door. Been booed. We will give you your props when you deserve it. Yeah, you're not too bad. You're getting booed if you suck for us. I'm just telling you. Forewarning you. 
And don't you think for one second, if you the press is not going to pounce on you like some hyenas with fresh blood in the air. You got. I'm telling you, boys, should have just you should have got together somewhere else because this train wreck. One or two things happens here: they become a great franchise, and they win couple. They win two or three championships. They also all come together. They win two or three championships. Or what I pray for every night is that this team just looks like dog garbage, and I revel in every minute of it. Because I'll be damned some second-rate team from New Jersey is going to come into my city and be better than the team I didn't watch my whole life and just over and just be better than them. Because I have an owner that was born under a rock and still lives there. Now, Kyrie Irving is the X factor for this team. Because if he decides that, all right, what I'm what I'm going through right now, I can you know play ball for this season, and I'm gonna overcome this. That changes everything. Now, yeah, they got two guards, but Kyrie is that. James Harden's a good enough guard, point guard, shoot guard, you know, one two, where Kyrie really could just catch and drive or catch and shoot or allow him to, like James is good enough to be able to let Kyrie still get his game going and Kevin Durant just got to finish playing with the uh um uh shoot uh Curry and Klay Thompson two guys that are ball dominant so the thing about it is whatever Kyrie's going through somebody near him close to him needs to pull him to the side and say Kyrie it's time to step away from basketball you're you're in, you're you're in the public. It looks bad. Step away. Just step away and get your mind right. If that means leaving the game, then leave the game. But he needs to get healthy. Now I know they said he's away, but he needs to get better. He needs to get healthy. He needs to find whatever he's looking for. This kind of reminds me of Ricky Williams. I'll wrap this one up. Remember Ricky Williams? Ricky Williams kind of having a good career and then just left. They didn't want to play no more. The only reason why he had to come back is because he didn't want to pay the Dolphins any money, which I don't blame him, quite frankly. But Kyrie's got some stuff. I don't know him personally. I'm not gonna. I've I've always attacked him as a player, and some you know some of the stuff he has said. But this is one of those situations where whoever's close to him needs to put their arm around him and go, "Look, man, forget the game right now. Don't even worry about balling." Just get better. Get healthy. Get get fine. Maybe the game. Maybe the game comes to him so easy he's just bored by it. Cause that could happen. You know he's been great his whole life. Like what more is it for him? Like I got a championship. What more is it for me to do? You know what I mean? Like, but I hope the guy gets better. I pray for him. I really do because I'm not. I don't pray for him because I want like the Nets to get better. I pray for him because I want him to get better. He's a great player, and it's no fun. Going after a guy and criticizing the guy when he's got something else going on up in the cave. You know, your, your brain, that's, <laughs> you need your brain. And when your brain is not talking to the rest of you or your brain is not cooperating the way you need it to, you need to get help. And it's good to have a good, hopefully he's got a good support team that's taking care of him. That's why we haven't heard from him in a while, so. Anyway, this is Downright Sports, everybody, and we're going to be back um, with throwing some, uh, let me just tell you right now, I'm going to put on some James Brown, say it loud. Uh, the cool thing is that every song on today's show is, you know, in honor in some form or way of the, uh, the, the, the doctor himself, 
uh, Martin Luther King, um, today's his birthday, we lost the doctor, he would have been, I think it's even 90, 92, I believe, um, it's incredible, and it's, it's sad, I'm gonna talk about it in the next segment, actually, I am gonna talk about it in the next segment, we're gonna devote the next segment to Martin Luther King, uh, this, you know, and, you know, the dream, and that's pretty much what it was, until it became reality for some, so, um, if you're watching on Facebook Live, come back in the third segment and hang out. If you're listening on the podcast, just to end in on uh, DynastyRadioNY.com. Just stay tuned. We'll be right back with more right after this. That was awesome. James Brown for you, everybody. Hey, um, if you're listening, first of all, thank you all. We are back. Um, your boy is back. Mr. Showtime is back. I have returned. The notorious sports critic is back in effect. So, hey, hey, hey. Um, check me out. So, let's do some house cleaning, if you will. Um, 
First of all, shout out to everybody at uh, DynastyRadioNY.com and some of the shows that I recommend you go check out. The 95 line, the uh, 950 Lounge with uh, Kevin and Charles Pryor. Uh, give them, they are weekday 7 to, nine, uh, 7 to 10 a.m. Start your morning off right, if you will. And then from... Um, Weekdays from 4 to 6, Cheryl Underwood, who is she? Well, I'm here to tell you, she is an Emmy Award winner, uh, host from the show The Talk. She is a uh, stand-up comedian of over 20-plus years. If you are a hood uh, film affiliate as I am, you may remember her from such movies as I Got the Hookup. She was actually very funny in that. <laughs> um... Uh, Wednesdays at 8 o'clock, check out Kim, the Kim Dynasty show. Give her some love. Also, immediately after me, Boom Bap Hour, uncut. Why is it uncut? Because you're about to get some raw entertainment, um, interviews, topics, and music, and uh, pop culture, what's going on. And then on Saturdays at 6 o'clock, meet the plug, Ohio's born and raised, if you will, um, as she hosts um, and uh, gives you what's going on in the Midwestern culture, stuff like that. So those are some of the things going on in this young and happening radio station, if you will. DynastyRadioNY.com, your number one source for hip-hop, R&B, and soul. But when it comes to Thursdays, it's your home for sports. She should add that because that is so dope. Like She really should add that. Um, if you're listening on uh, to the podcast... Uh, on Apple, if you listen to Apple Podcasts, leave a comment, subscribe. Yay, just tell me what you think. <laughs> if you listen to anywhere else, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, etc., um, be kind, please rewind, and do it all over again. Uh, follow me at Brent Reed 18 and why? No, that's wrong. Follow me at Brent, follow me at Brent Reed 18 um, and then if you want to participate in the show, then I suggest you go to Instagram and inbox me at Downright Sports. That's right. Just go to Downright Sports on Instagram. And now Downright Sports is on TikTok. So if you want some silly, stupid videos, me reenacting some of the best wrestling monologues, go to Downright Sports at TikTok. Now to do some um, in September, we will be honoring um, Black History Month. The whole month of September, I'm honoring Black History Month. Um, at least one of the segments we're going to uh, 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 give a history fact on um, a history lesson on, or not a lesson, but we're just going to honor those who came before us and helped pave the way. And then we're going to touch it up a little bit because it needs to be said that um, as a culture, as black people, we didn't do it alone. We had some help because we couldn't do it alone. So there, you know, there are, there were, and it, there's a lot. Let's not pretend like it was four. There were a lot, a lot, tons of, of, of white Americans who help us get to a better position in life where it, we didn't have, you know, where things are, where, where things are better and where, and now all of us can look at one another and go, this is possible. So if you don't believe me, we can all go back to 2008 where we saw it became possible, possible. Um, speaking of, so today's Martin Luther King day and, um, <laughs> it's a day where we kind of, no matter if you're black or white, we all should kind of just sit back and go, okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? We all should just sit back and 
listen to the words that this man said. Um, why is today Martin Luther King Day? Well, his birthday was actually January 15th. So it's just easier, you know, it's nice that they gave, you know, we didn't, it wasn't his, we, they, he has a whole day, one day, it's a federal day, people get off early, some people don't have to work, which is important because we should all have taken the time to sit back and listen to some of the words, especially in this week, the inauguration's coming up, and something that I think all of us, no matter, I'm going to sound like a politician, whether you're on either side of the aisle, we can all say the last four years have been like, what is going on? What, what, what has made the country in my lifetime great and what goes to Dr. King's dream, and I'm going to talk for me, is I've been fortunate enough where I've been able to interact with people from all walks of life. When I was a kid, um, when I was in school, I went to school with a lot of guys from a lot of parts of the world. Not the country, but the world. I went to school with a kid from Chile. I went to school with a kid from, at the time it was known as um, Yugoslavia. It's now the Czech Republic. I went to school with kids from uh, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic. I went to school with kids from South, you know, from all over the world. Ethiopia, if you will. I got to work with whites, blacks, uh, Hispanics, um, everybody befriend so many of these different people some of my closest friends are white um um the, the lady i i sleep next to every night no secret <laughs> is white and because of people like not just him but because of people like martin luther king and the sacrifices they made i can do that i can i can openly feel comfortable when me and ali go out for dinner I don't have to worry about somebody saying something to us. You know, A, that's not a fight they want. because, <laughs> And B, we just have we have the ability where we could go out, where we could turn on the TV, and now there are commercials that reflect what we look like. Now, I don't mean black people. I mean me and her. There are, like, interracial commercials out now. Our country, that's what makes our country great, is that we are this melting pot. We are a collective. We are a combination of white, black, Mexican, Jewish, Muslim, Christian, um, atheist. Whatever you want to be, you can be here. Gay, straight, bi, you know, the whole alphabet. You know, whatever it is that floats, you know, whatever it is you want, you're able to do. And we have to get away from this finger pointing. We have to get away from this um, labeling. There's too much labeling. There's too much, you know, um, um, boomer, gen, um, gay, straight. It's too much labeling. We need to get to where we, because you can't, to get to the place we want to be, we need to get to the place where we're just all people. And we just, literally, we just judge people based on their character, literally on their character. That's all Dr. King was trying to get us to. Not judge on the base of the color of the skin. Not judge based on the height. Not weight. Not um, 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 sexual orient. Whatever. You know, based them on who are they. Are they just a good person or not? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're just a good old-fashioned person. Do, do they hold the door for old ladies? You know what I mean? Like, we need to get... We have to look ourselves in the mirror. Ourselves. Us. We all need to look in the mirror and go, Wow, where, what, what have we been doing? What have we been... Saying, I'm, 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 uh, you know, 
If I alienate some people, I'm sorry. I apologize. But let's be frank and let's be real here. If you're still harboring resentment from a war you never fought in, you're just flat out stupid. Quite frankly. If you're harb if you're chasing ghosts of granddaddy's day, there's something literally wrong with you. To 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 think that you want something that you've never had in your lifetime. I hear men all the time talk about oh things were so much better in the past. How would you know that? You weren't alive in the 50s. You weren't alive in the 20s or the 30s. You weren't. It's imp- it's, it's, it's unlikely. Is there some stuff out there that today that I kind of wish wasn't going on? Absolutely. But what you do is you deal with it and you move forward. And you learn, you adapt or you die. Martin Luther King, if you, if you really want to put a bow on this... Martin Luther King died at 39 years old. Never saw his 40th birthday. Died at 39. Think about that. I'm 35 come June 18th. He was four years older than me when he died. And he only was killed for one reason. He just wanted everybody to treat everybody with respect. Call him a jerk, you know. <sighs> the heck was he thinking? Who, who is this guy to want that? Why not just hate? Because hate is easy. But to 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 look at a person and take their faults and literally turn the other cheek and go, "I love you in the name of Jesus" or whatever, and just keep it moving, because at the end of the day. What another man does, or what another woman does, or what another person does, ultimately doesn't affect you when you go home, unless they're trying to create harm to you. They go their separate way, you go your separate way. That's life. Why is this so? Why is it so hard? Why is why fight so hard to make them come to your side of thinking? Just come in the middle. Pause. <laughs> Find that common ground in the middle. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. Think about it like this. When you get in a relationship, you meet a person. You meet the person, you fall in love. You choose to do certain things, you find common ground. Everything they do is not perfect. Everything you do is not perfect. But you find that common ground and you realize, oh, this is why I love this person. Why can't we do the same thing for people that we see once in a while. I'm not saying when a guy cuts you off in traffic, you can't get upset. Yeah, get upset. <laughs> That's human nature. He cut me off. But to the to the to the degree where we're having real conversations and arguments where people can't see the difference in a bunch of fools rushing our nation's capital in the name of patriotism. Versus a group of people just asking the law to please stop shooting me when I'm literally doing nothing. It's two different things, people. If you can't see the difference in a football player choosing to take a 
peaceful protest by kneeling and hurting nobody versus a fool running into a uh, a representative of our country and going and defecating on their desk. Well, then you're dumb as a doorknob. And as Ali was say, as Ali told me today, you're dumber than a left hand uh, coal bucket. So. Some of you may not like what I had to say today, but I feel like I had to say it in honor of Dr. King because that's what he did. He said what some didn't want to hear, but guess what? Damn it, you needed to hear it. <laughs> all right. I promise you next week, all sports. I promise that. All sports next week. But, Dr. I will no longer shy away from the fact that people like Dr. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and others, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, Jesse Jackson and <clears throat> countless others, Gandhi and everybody. Um, got choked up or just choked. <clears throat> you know, certain people, the sacrifices they made. So I can sit here and talk to this stupid microphone about Tom Brady. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's 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 um, Jackie Robinson. The sacrifices these people made. They somebody Jackie Robinson never saw sixty. <coughs> his stress was such his diabetes killed him his wife was still alive he never saw 60 Jackie Robinson never got to see a black manager in baseball think about that think about that these are true sacrifices not turning off your cell phone for two hours and saying I'm really achieving something no a sacrifice is doing something above and beyond what anybody's asking you to do Taking a true stand, if you will. So, <coughs> thank you all for listening. It's been fun. We'll be back next week. Yes, we will. Um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and anywhere else podcasts to listen to, leave a comment, become a fan, blah, blah, blah. If you're listening on DynastyRadioNY.com, thank you so much. Stay tuned for the Boom Bap Show. It's getting ready uncut. Boom Bap, uncut. Boom, 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 boom. Um, and if you're listening on the podcast, I'm getting ready to put... What song am I going to play? I'm going to play some Public Enemy. Why not? But I will end the show with Martin Luther King's last speech he ever gave in Memphis before he was killed. So as I'm going to end the show <coughs> and in the coughing fit. Thank you all. It's been fun. I'll see you next week. Be safe. Wear a mask. And as always, deuces. Give ourselves to this struggle until the end. Nothing would be more tragic than to stop at this point in Memphis. I want to thank God once more for allowing me to be here with you. I left Atlanta this morning and then I got into Memphis. And some began to say the threats, or talk about the threats that were out. Uh, what would happen to me from some of our sick white brother. Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now because I've been to the mountaintop. I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life, longevity has its place. 
But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land.
face, 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 face.